0: Welcome to the November edition of the TetraCast, RPG Sites Monthly Podcast. Joining us today is Adam Vitalee. monthly podcast, we forgot to do it last month. We did. We missed out on a month. Everything what got that, kind of that tied month, up. Though? I
1: don't
2: know.
1: It just kind of disappeared.
0: Yeah. there was. We wanted to save it up for this month to bring up even more news, that's, right? That's one way to look at it. I don't,
2: that's the actual story.
0: We missed a lot of stuff last month. I'm sorry. Our monthly <laughs>
3: podcast confirmed.
0: Monthly podcast, bi-monthly <laughs> podcast. This is why we don't do weekly it's podcasts. because Slowest updating podcast to get on the
3: public. internet, bi-monthly. There you go.
0: That's how we. That's how we break it down here. So, and also, of course, uh, joining us as well again is Darren McPhail, our video guy. That's me. That's you. You were never
3: mispronouncing Pierre Solar as uh, Pierre Soler. Solaire flare. That's. Too much Dark Souls and too late of a recording, I guess.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. I just, after a while, I
3: sort of assumed that is how you pronounce it because it's like, wait, what? <laughs> well, the developers actually commented on one of the videos and they uh, pointed they pointed you that did? out. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: yeah. And they were pretty yeah. pumped about the fact that you did a video review yeah. for them. But... No, he liked <laughs> the re-
3: they liked <laughs> the like... review and all that, but uh, it's just like, yeah, it's, uh, it's just, you know, Solars and Solar System, not like uh, the guy from Dark Souls. It's like, okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> well, you're kind of two for two, actually, because they, the, your, the <laughs> developers, the XSEED <laughs> actually commented on your Legend of Heroes, Trails mm. in the Sky re- video review as well about the yeah. engine.
3: At least I got my info right on uh, Pierre Solar. At least I got my, my info
0: right. It's Every time, every video you're going to do, it, there's going to be something wrong, and then they're going to come in and hey, help us if, out. Hey, if it gets so.
3: them there, I think that's all the better.
0: Hey, you know, it's that's how we get good relationships with the de- developers here. So that's how we do things in RPG site. We cause mistakes and hope people come here to remedy <laughs> it later. So, And then... Also joining us is actually someone who was working with RPG site in its early days and has come back to help us out again, Kitty Hi, uh, It's
2: nice to meet everybody. I'm really excited.
0: You probably don't know half the people who work for this, or most of the people that work for this site oh, anymore. Oh, I'm glad
2: we have your familiar face. Yeah. There
0: we go. I'm probably the only person mm-hmm. you know since I was oh, actually, we met each other at E3, we didn't did. we? Last, last. Good. Yeah, so got to meet some of the people. Oh. Got to meet David. Uh, actually, that was like following a little bit of a. Was that following the car yeah, accident? It yeah, it was. Yeah, I was talking to you on the phone, and in the midst of all that, you hung up, and I was like, I kept calling you back, like, "What happened?" Apparently, I, I thought I caused the car accident. Apparently, someone rear-ended you.
2: Someone so two cars behind me rear-ended me. Yeah.
0: And you apparently caught in like some sort of domino effect. Yeah. where I
2: can't, I can't damaged. go to e three without, like, getting into some kind of trouble. It's just how it is.
0: (sighs) That's Los Angeles for you, really. I'm terribly sorry if I got any sort of involvement with that. But then again, it was beyond your control. As you said, two cars behind you. Don't know what was going on there. So that's bumper-to-bumper traffic. That's Los Angeles
2: for
0: you. So, So, but, yeah, let's... (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's good to have you back. I'm, I'm glad to see more familiar faces with us. Maybe we'll see some other... People show up again. I, to be honest, I don't even remember you and Alex back then. It's I think I'm trying to remember who else was eh, Emmanuel or something like that. I forget. But anyway, now that you're back, now we can. Because everyone here, I mean David, David's not here this time. Simon's not going to be here for this podcast. Um, they both have other things I mean, to do. So I wrote you like, guys. Without in
1: Simon, it'll be a bit quieter. <laughs>
0: Quieter and without David, it's going to be a little bit louder. Right. So the so, that's, out. That's out. it's a balance, you know. David brings the, the sort of the um, the calmness, the relaxation, and then Simon just blows the doors off <laughs> everybody. So, so let's get into it. So, um, first off, I mean, I'd like to know what you guys have been playing. I mean, Adam, what have you been playing uh, like? Well,
1: it's been a while since we talked. Uh, yes. a couple of months ago, I was playing Natural Doctrine to review it for the site and um currently I'm playing Lightning Returns, you know,
0: just how how is someone who actually has a bit of appreciation for Final Fantasy thirteen, how you how you been how you feeling? How you feeling right now
3: about it? Hello? I think that means he doesn't like it. <laughs> no,
0: didn't. We actually we lost Adam a bit there. Well you know. Yeah, let me let me hang up on Adam and then we'll call him right back. Are you guys still yeah. here too? Oh, good. His power went out. Oh, oh my good. god. Oh, I wondered for a second. I thought I was going nuts. So that's that. That says let's let's move on. Let's move on. So Katie, Katie, what have you been playing?
3: (laughs) We're gonna smooth this over a little bit. Let's let's. You know, you gotta treat this like a zombie apocalypse. When uh, your arm gets bit, you just gotta cut it off. That's right. This is
0: uh, very topical right there. I see it. I see what you were doing. So,
2: well, um, I've been replaying Final Fantasy IV for um, my Android tablet, and I've really liked all of the changes and stuff they've made. The updated looks and it just it works really well on the touch screen. You can't move around, say, a building very well, but you can move around what? the world map quite easily. So,
0: is it? Does it have, like, the kind of control where, you know, as long as you press in some area of the, like, bottom corner or something like that, it works? Or is it the very, like, you need to press your finger down on this image of a, uh like, a, a
3: D-pad or something no, like that? No, it's,
2: it's wherever you put your finger, it just creates, like, a little D-pad. And so God, I hate – like, The other one's
3: the worst. It
2: can't figure out the shape of like, say, a narrow building or hallway, but it can, but like, if you have an open world like you do with Malfest, you can wander the map pretty easily. Um, and, I'm playing that, and The Binding of Isaac, which is scary, spooky, and on sale for everyone this Halloween weekend. Um, and it's on sale coming up to the release of The Binding of Isaac Rebirth, which I think is coming out on November 4th. And, That have a bunch of new features and new bosses. I think it's gonna be really fun. I'm really stoked about it.
0: Yeah, and actually, yeah, it's it's part of the whole PlayStation Plus for November as well. So people who have a subscription to that can pick it up, which is kind of cool that they're willing to you know put the game out like that. I mean, obviously, it's 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 not a very expensive game. It's been out for a while. I guess they're trying to drum interest in it. But I've been it's it's a cool roguelike that like 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 i guess it's people don't like to hear that term too much but i think it it looks a lot of fun it's it's kind of like um this is kind of what i was talking about before it feels like um it goes room by room like a like wood like a dungeon crawler kind of thing like a really old school zelda type of game it's i've actually i think i heard the developers kind of compare it to zelda a little bit in the past and so it's it's pretty cool Uh, a lot of I heard the boss fights are really bad, though. Like, I mean, not bad, but, like, very difficult. Yeah,
2: no, it's a tough game, and that's one reason why it reminds me a lot of, like, early Legend of Zelda stuff, is just you're going into all these different rooms, and you're just trying to run around, simultaneously shooting at things and dodging things.
0: Well, that's cool. So, uh, have you been playing anything else?
2: mostly those two i've been playing a lot of stuff roguelikes even though i know everyone else hates roguelikes and such on steam um but i really
0: is there anything else like i mean i've always seen that stuff on sale but like i'm trying to figure out like what because i i personally i'm kind of into that as well it's like you know especially like the turn-based roguelikes like uh, Legend of Grimrock 2 came out recently, and I've been meaning to play that. I was a big fan of the original. Have you tried any of that no, stuff? No, I haven't.
2: I've played a lot of Rogue Legacy, which is like, you know, it's sort of old school um, platform, well, like jumping around, fighting things, uh, also generate, like, randomly generated dungeons.
0: And, what pla- what platform are you playing on because i I actually picked that up for the Vita recently I
2: played it for um the the playstation or sorry for the p c but I do think it'd be really fun on vita I, it's It's got like that total handheld game kind of feel
0: It's really good it, it fits really well especially with the the smart um cross save kind of stuff where you know it picks up right where you had left off previously, and so you like it keeps all the things that you had before. Uh, like uh, you know, how far you got in the dungeon. Well, I guess it'd be more like the stuff, like your skills and things like that, that you unlocked from the previous generations. But it's 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 a good it's a good fit for the handheld too. But on the PC, uh, and, I mean. That game has been one of my favorite games to play on the PC. Yeah, for sure.
2: and I'm really glad that they're finally realizing how important stuff like cross-saving is. I I think one thing in the news was that like Final Fantasy V on iOS finally got saving to the cloud. You <laughs> did.
0: They they put out an update. Yeah, and recently. it's like
2: yeah. about damn time. Now what about every single other game? <laughs> like
0: <laughs> Actually, I I think I heard that they actually it was broken for a bit even when they updated it, but then I think they recently got it yeah. working, so that's cross save it's kind of a weird line to like cross because people it, it's, it's kind of kind of an, annoying that like with every game release people are assuming that if this game is on the ps4 ps3 and beta it needs to be crossed yeah. by and that i can completely disagree with <laughs> it's like hey you're you're going to lose a lot of money this way i've, I've seen a lot of people kind of think that it's it's the only way to go to be to make the beta successful or something like that I don't know it's but I would honestly you know rebuy it have you ever have you tried it on a consoles Rogue Legacy yet or No, I just, I've just
2: tried it on the PC but I probably would want to um, I have I, I do just plug in my Xbox controller and play that way because it it has that sort of feel to it you know like it makes it a lot easier to jump and shoot
0: yeah I mean it's I does it does the PC version have cross save as well?
2: I no, it doesn't at all, and it was very annoying because I have a I have a PC and a Mac, and so it it works on both platforms, but you have to completely either start over or import your save into like Dropbox or something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know that. Rogue Legacy on the consoles has crossed by, by the way. I mean, they you can buy it on the Vita, and it works on, you know, PS3 and PS4. So that's that's one of those games that I think has been kind of a, a runaway hit. I've, I've had a lot of fun with that. Darren, did you ever
3: I've try I've been that meaning sale? to. It looks really similar to, like, the Metroidvania Castlevania game, yeah. and that really appeals totally. to me. And especially, I love playing things on my Vita. I love my Vita. So I've been meaning to pick it up. But I guess it's a matter of just waiting for a sale or something, or when I have time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, Rogue Legacy is not really much of an RPG of course, but I just think that it's cool that it's got that in it, it's it's an indie game but it's got so much in it, so much going for it that not not to detract from it of course. I mean, there's plenty of pretty cool indie games. I mean, that's that seems to be like lately the go-to <laughs> is like uh the, the indie crowd because the big AAA titles are, you know, they've all been either delayed till next year or Aren't something or they're only so.
3: 900p or 30 frames per second or something, right? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, no, it's
2: mostly just that indie games, like, have brought back that sort of punishing, like, really difficult challenge that gamers love, and, like, AAA games are kind of getting easier, right?
0: It's hand-holdy, yeah. That's kind of what it's felt like. I mean, it's... I mean, Dark Souls... Games like Dark Souls Mm -hmm. aside, I mean, Dark Souls isn't really that difficult, I found. At least, though, I played Dark Souls 2, honestly, so it's like I didn't... People say that's an easy game and stuff like that. And it's I I pretty much like sat in the back in a boss fight and just kept casting like Solero all, all the mm-hmm. time or whatever and just got just pretty much like weasled my way through any fight. So, but yeah, so you are binding Isaac and stuff like that. And that's kind of what you're you've been playing lately, yeah. in Rogue Legacy. Yeah. Cool, cool. Darren, Darren what have well, what have you been outside up to? of
3: Pierre Solar, which I did for RPG Site, which was a very solid Genesis oh. game. Which is interesting, seeing it yeah. was a, a homebrew title, and then it became more... Yeah. Check
0: that title out, out, yeah, by the way. I was saying, check out that video, yeah. to guys, anyone out there who hasn't seen the video yet, it's really good. I like your videos. So. I
3: would say it was a solid review myself, but hey, I'm the guy who made it, so I'm a little biased. But uh, yeah, it's really, if you yeah. like Lunar, you can get it on the Vita now, too, speaking of which. Yeah. It just uh, released for Vita, and it's coming out for Wii U on November 6th.
0: That's right, because I forgot they about that. Was like that was the
3: original that's platform for the HD version was like the Wii U, and whatever happened with that. And now it's But now it's here, that's the important thing. If you like Lunar, if you like working design titles like Grandia or Lunar, I think it's really enjoyable and it's really uh, evocative of those games.
0: How, uh, have you, were you following Pure Solar like back when it was kind of still I, growing up? Because I, I remember hearing a lot about that, especially when they were talking about this game's coming to the Genesis? What? I, think I saw
3: a review from uh, Mark from Classic Game Room on his uh, YouTube channel. He had a review for the Genesis cartridge, and I saw that, and I was like, oh, wow, that looks pretty neat. And then I think it was right before oh, yeah. Nintendo Power had its last run, they actually covered it or something. I think they did, uh, like, a Wii U coverage, or they showed the game to some regard.
0: That's, like, one of the things that I've been kind of impressed with, that they've been able to take this game and put it on the Genesis. And I think they, it turned into... Was it like it,
3: they were trying to make it a Sega CD game or something like that? It was originally as a Sega CD game, and then they switched to the Genesis, but they also provide a, a CD for using all the audio and sound effects if you have a Sega CD. So you can play it with both. Uh, and it's even released for the Dreamcast with all the HD version stuff. They actually, was it like they even, you
0: can buy, you can buy a Dreamcast, Dreamcast version, version copy,
3: and then... Which, which is oh great. gosh. That's...
0: Every time I see, like, a new game, it's mostly been, like, schmuffs and stuff like that that they've been putting out for the Dreamcast. Even, like, I think, like, a couple weeks ago, a, um, a popular company that's been still making Dreamcast shooters just put out a new one. Uh, so I, that kind of stuff I'm very excited about just because yeah. I grew up with that stuff. It's so cool can imagine. there's yeah. still,
3: like, a game coming out for a system that's that old.
0: Yeah, and it's not like, you know, some... People like to say like these these games are just trying to, you know, feed into the nostalgia and stuff like that. It's like this company is actually going out of its way to make a game that fits
3: for that platform. Oh yeah physically. Like even though <laughs> just, I compare Pure Solar in the video and, and even when talking about it now, even though I compare it to Lunar and, and stuff like that, it's not necessarily worse than them. It stands right alongside them. It's a really solid game. It's it's
0: optimized for the Genesis. It's like not like, you know, the Mega Man Nine yeah. and stuff like that where it's trying to I create a game that might fit that it's like let's see a company modern company make a game that's meant for this platform using its limitations. that would be a really like interesting and creative
3: uh, challenge for some companies do i'd love to see something like that but let's be realistic i don't think that'll ever happen but hey that'd be super sick to see not not really
0: i mean it's it's been kind of cool hearing about what people think they want to you know pull off with that kind of stuff and you know like following people like um uh, Robert Zoid, who made the Call of Cthulhu and um, yes. Breath of Death games and stuff like that, talking about like he's he's making cosmic star Heroine, um uh, right now, and apparently it's going to be shown off in December for the first time playable, and he's just like seeing this weird like evolution where people they were used to making like these NES style games, then it's like well now it's 16-bit Super Nintendo, and now they want to move into like Saturn ages of 2D, and then like what is going to be like 64 bed and stuff like that. It's it's kind of it's kind of funny. Just we a lot of that stuff, you know. So, and then I can be shocked when I see Final Fantasy VII again for the first <laughs> time. So. so yeah, I mean, apparently Adam's power went out, and so we lost him earlier. But I try to get him back on, but he's still trying to get his power going. So we'll him when he's available again. But I mean, I myself, I've been kind of. Stretching my legs with some other games. I mean there was there were a bunch of RPGs that were released in September and some even this past October that we've been covering for the site. And so I myself um reviewed <laughs> no one wants to talk about it, but it's like Shinobi versus I covered for the site and Boobs are know, life in Hometown,
3: I believe is the saying.
0: That's life life in hometown, living my life, twenty four seven. I'm all about the hometown mostly. No, it's are you a life <laughs> guy
3: or a hometown guy? one of those. Guy.
0: I'm a hometown guy, but no, it's 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 one of those series that people seem to be very you know disruptive it like about. It's, it's really, really difficult to talk
3: quite to. easily.
0: That's the thing. Like trying to play those types of games and people giving you nasty looks. Were you, pa- like, were you dude, playing dude, it in um, That's and cool. Getting, yeah, I and played it a nasty it's, looks it's from people. It's – honestly, it's not like I'm like turning around and showing it to everybody that this is the game I'm playing or something like that. It's just more like, you know, as soon as someone sees you playing a game like that, they get like this immediate impression of the type of person you are. It's like, dude, okay, you know, this is the same time when I read people type type – not to get off on a tangent, of course, sorry. I don't want to, you know, go too deep into this. It's just that when I read about how people – their impression of people who would do this like how dare you you're you're this you know sexist person or something like that it's like dude it's it's fine we're all unique people we have our own personalities our own tastes our own thought processes of like it's like i'm not this type of person i just you know i shinobi versus is is uh a kind of fun dynasty warriors type of game that lets you chain up a bunch of combos with all these different characters each with their own styles and combat and stuff like that and you know it's it's I, I get deep into the RPG mechanics where you're building stats and stuff like that. It's it's very much about leveling up your character, um, you know, finding different equipment to equip on them to build their character. It's 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 kind of cool. I like that stuff a lot. And it was like um, a few months ago when I played Mugen Soul Z. I didn't realize how like hooked on stat building that I was. Like seeing stats, and then looking at the green as it, as it like increases and stuff like that, I was like, I got so into that that I started to seek out different types of games that are very into stat building. like Dark Souls 2 I played for the first time just because I wanted to see my, you know, see my character go from like this really weak one-hit killed like, like pathetic looking creature to something like who can take down a boss uh, in just a few hits, so that was that was a lot of fun, and I got to experience... Uh, those types of games, Dynasty Warriors and whatnot, I, I can get really into those games because that's the type of feeling you get. So you but, could
3: say about uh, Senra and Kagura... Sorry to cut you off. You could say there's more to it than meets the girls' lives. Or lives. <laughs> that's, that's it. I mean... at, at at the,
0: end of the, at the end of the day, it's just it's girls who happen to have big boobs, and that's 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 the kind of way I look at it. Uh, it, it sounds kind of silly, but it's like, oh, they're women; they just happen to have these giant racks, and that's that's about the the beginning and the end of it. Um, when I look at it, anyway. So, but um, yeah, other than that, it's. I've been kind of stretching my time with some other games. Uh, right now, I got Lords of the Fallen that I'm currently, you know, kind of How is that? As someone who's obviously. a big fan of
3: the Souls games, it's it obviously has some sort of appeal to me because it looks very similar.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, as a sadistic person that happened to play Dark Souls 2 with the well, my keyboard, God, you are <laughs> which <sadistic.
3: You're laughs> apparently some honest, people. are just crazy.
0: I showed up at E3, and the guy had that set up. I was like, hey, <laughs> I'll use this. He's like, wait. You're like the first person who ever the only person. Whoever tried this. Trying to play the Dark Souls 2 story DLC at E3 was just like the guy just looked at me funny. And then I proceeded to do what I always did at home in the comfort of my own room of proceeding to fall down every single ledge that I got close to. <laughs> just dying, 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 dying.
3: Uh, yeah, but I plan to. That is worse than uh, the other ones for uh, in terms of falling off I'm, ledges and. Clips. That's like a, a lot of levels are designed I, around that.
0: I played about two hours of Demon Souls and I died about fifteen thousand yeah. times. Yeah. So, I think the only the only time I had an easy was I was it that the Tower Knight or whatever. I found a um, spot behind the stairwell, like just where I could like crouch down, shoot arrows, and pretty much like like just bum my way through that entire fight. That's about it.
3: tactic
0: it. Lords of the Fallen though, um it plays like an easier Dark Souls or Demon Souls. I mean it's 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 not as difficult. It's got that same design, of course, you know, like you need to um read uh a boss's or an enemy's um their routines and stuff like that to kind of follow on and see what they're gonna do next. that that tell what they call it, um that tell is it feels a lot more um Obvious than in the Souls games, like you can easily, you can more readily tell that this person's going to swing his sword around a bunch of times, and then he's going to stop, and at that point, that's when you want to attack, or he's going to do this big lunging move that's going to, you know, leave him open for at least a So it's a, a lot more rigid in that it.
3: aspect. Like in Dark Souls, sometimes that you see like an enemy do their big swing or a big wind up, they do their hit. Sometimes they have a follow up, or sometimes they don't. Right? And as as Lords of the Fallen, more it will always be this.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's like with the soul, when I played Dark Souls 2, I was playing like a, 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 a mage character. So it was like, I was more in the back, just attacking like whenever I could. So I wasn't as up close and personal like Lords of the Fallen. Lords of the Fallen has magic and stuff like that, but obviously at the at, towards the beginning, you're mostly just um, uh, up close with melee and things like that. I mean, my character, which you start off the game kind of, briefly customizing it like choosing uh there's like um a template kind of layout where you choose like a specific type of character that you want you want the defensive or an offensive or a balanced character and then do you want to use this type of magic or this type of magic so i ended up building like this cleric who um uh, favors defensive moves because i figured hey i want to you know live longer so i might as well and have this magic that's good about, you know, distracting the enemy or, you know, at least trying to, um, con- like, throw them off a bit. And so, like, I had a move where I could set up this, um, i trying to think of the word, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think, what's, what's the word I'm trying to think of? It's like uh, a decoy, oh, okay. Um, a decoy. I set him up a decoy, and so he just goes after that, and I start attacking behind him. But it's... The whole control scheme is very similar to Souls games. It's like you're trying to wait until he's about to swing, and then you roll out of the way to get around him and then swipe him on the sides or in the back. It has, like, you know, the hit in the back. You get, like, the...
3: Um, the, the critical hit or the backstab the, or something. The critical
0: hit, yeah. Is that, like, yeah, the backstab move and stuff like that, which, um, more times than not, can be, like, a one-hit kill if you're smart enough. It, But obviously with the harder enemies, just like in... Souls Two and whatnot. It's it's not always a one hit kill. A lot of the time, it's just getting really weak and stuff. But um, it's very much that same game design for sure. How are and you? Pl- so how are you playing? i played it I, on PC
3: or PS4. Okay,
0: PS4. Um, and it looks amazing. Like it's pretty damn good. Like if you watch the tech de- tech demos for like Unreal Engine Four, for example, um, it, it's up there and it's a proprietary engine. Like the the company made okay. it in house because. They wanted to make an engine that, and this is—I already did like an article on the site, two articles in the past actually—basically uh, saying that they wanted to make an engine that they could easily mold to whatever they needed it to do. And so, with Lords of the Fallen, you can definitely see it. A lot of the things, like great, like a lot of the, um, like uh, the the flames and stuff like that. It just every single part of it, like a lot of the particle effects and whatnot. Uh, it looks really, really good, and. um I, I mean i like I'm, i' was gonna say is that I haven't gotten that much into it, but um seeing other people's reactions to that game i I definitely you know I can see that there are people are respecting the care that went into it, especially coming from a company that's been known for its budget titles that hasn't you know been that great uh so seeing like city interactive and it's got the Witcher Two producer Tomas oh, okay. uh behind it so that that's It's got the pedigree and from what I've played so far, it's really good. It's got that same thing where everything's a big unknown and you got to unravel the mystery of the world as you play by reading. Like it's got like these audio books, kind of like Bioshock where you pick up something and then you start hearing someone's voice
3: talking about something. It's,
0: it's I'd, kind of I'd so like, love to see
3: how um, the Souls games would be so much different if that's what happened. Every time you uh, picked up a piece of gear, or you picked up a piece of uh, equipment or some sort of item, where it, instead of just reading the description, the description's just told to you by someone.
0: The voice acting in those Souls games are pretty good, so That'd I wouldn't mind easy. it so much. So. But
3: uh, so as someone yeah. who's really who really likes the series, and I'm eagerly anticipating Bloodborne, I would probably like Lords of the Fallen.
0: Oh, yeah, I think, um, but like I said, it's, it's kind of hard to pass judgment yeah. when I'm not that yeah, much sure. into it. So it's, I'll, of course, have a review up on the site, um, pretty soon. And then, you know, so we're trying to cover more of the Western style mm-hmm. games because obviously we've been so, um, it's, it's been mostly Japanese RPGs out this year. So it's kind of hard not to, you know, have that. So we got that. Um, Alex is working on Dra- Dragon Age Inquisition. He's got the, He's got his review copy he got a few days ago, so we'll have some of that stuff very soon. But um, from what I've seen, yeah, Lords of the Fallen is pretty cool, Um and I look forward to playing that. Other than that, I played or- Ornor Surge, uh, which reviews up on the site. Loved it. Like the soundtrack a lot. It's one of my favorite soundtracks in years, so check that out if you guys like it. So, uh, yeah, well, moving on. And so,
3: Adam, are back. you back? i
0: hear me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like,
3: it's
0: exactly. gonna
1: kill you. No. It's on Halloween, too. It's like, someone's out to get me.
3: Oh, gosh. Did
0: they cut the power? Did the car crash into the I telephone pole?
1: My internet provider actually seems to be out now, but I'm on mobile network. It seems to be working. So.
0: Yeah, okay. it works just fine.
1: So what did I miss? Just talk, you guys talking about what games you've been playing?
0: Well, yeah, we got through ours, and <laughs> apparently yours got cut off right, right when you were about to talk about lightning returns so what's your feeling well, on lightning, lightning returns?
1: returns you know i know it didn't get like stellar reviews They're actually quite the opposite when it released and i remember in another podcast in the past david was playing it and all he really said was this is a weird game and i would have <sighs> to agree with that it's a weird game the way that it's structured <laughs> now i kind of like the idea on paper you can basically when you start up the game you're basically given all right here's the world map and here are four different places you have to go to um but you can do whatever you want um so go out and do it and your goal is to i guess uh is to there's like a main mission in each in each of these four locations as well as a bunch of side missions but i didn't realize how much of a focus there is on doing these side missions and quests talking to nbc's you know, collecting items, uh, gathering, you know, killing enemies. And it just after a couple of hours of doing that, it just started to get really mundane and tedious. It's just... uh...
0: It seems kind of funny because it seems like in the first game, people were upset that it was so street and narrow, but it seems like in Latin Returns, it's way more open-ended, like it's up to you as the player to do what you want Um, to do. Now,
1: like, I don't have anything against side quests, but that's kind of what this game is focused on entirely, is... Is it side yeah, quest the game. No, it is, and
2: supplement to thirteen's complete lack of side quest. <laughs> I know.
1: mean, I, I don't know who's familiar with Xenoblade, but like I know, like Xenoblade got a lot, of, got a bit of criticism for its its side quest design, and you know, I kind of feel like that this is uh, the same, uh, the you know, kind of focusing in on that, you know, kind of what it didn't need to do. Um, mm-hmm. the, the progression is weird. Because like fighting enemies does not give you, you know, any sort of experience of any sort, right? Really. So what I find, so you you use these points. I don't remember what they're called exactly, but they're EP, EP, and EP, Ooh, EP. and extra points. I don't know. Easter points. And you you can use Easter these points? to slow down time. Um, and the reason why you want to slow down time is because the whole game's on a on, on a timer, right?
0: Oh, well, it's Majora's Mask. That's right. I forgot about that part. Like that.
1: I
3: remember she's the savior.
1: Yeah. So, I but it, the the yeah, easiest, I like really, the only way besides some rare item is to to refill your EP to slow down time is to do battles. That's kind of the the point to doing battles is so that you can slow down time so you can do more quests. Um, so that's so it's like you're doing quests. And then like, oh, I need to slow down time, so I'm going to fight a battle so I can slow down time to do more quests. And it's just, that the whole structure is just very weird. So I guess what I'm getting at is, I kind of agree with what David. Or I kind of get see what he was getting at is that it's, it's very unorthodox, which you know, I guess it's unique in that sense, but it doesn't seem to, it just doesn't work very well in terms of being interesting. I think in RPGs. Uh, the progression you know of characters and of you know your of the gameplay is important and I kind of feel like lightning Returns just throws that out the window for this
0: so a big of it of not to you know yeah. cut it too short but it's like how has it been going from where you're playing a group? To a single character oh. like that, because I'm 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 gonna eventually I want to play Lightning Returns, but that yeah, dynamic.
1: I mean, like the the Final Fantasy, ATD system. You know, you, your characters. It's not truly turn based. Yeah, time, babble. time babbles. battle. Uh, babble. I'm babbling. Okay, uh, the you know your characters wait and have like a cooldown before they can move again, right? Um, so instead of characters. Instead of like three different characters, you now have like three different uh, schema uh, for lightning that all have individual ATBs. So how that how that works Ugh. is like like if you have like a a, a fire, a blizzard, and a thunder AT uh, schema. Let's just say you can use your fire one, and then it it runs out of points, and then you have to switch to another to to allow your fire a- schema to to refill. And so you're kind of just switching between these costumes basically all the time. But I so that's, that's kind of how it, how it I guess, emulates an ATV type system with characters. But I
0: so it's just like playing three characters, but it's just like right, that's it. That's right.
1: I, I, I feel like it kind of misses, you know, one part about parties and RPGs is that you want to coordinate you know different units to work together and now you don't i guess you you sort of coordinate schema because you want to make sure you know you have your elemental you know bases covered and so you can you know yada yada but it just kind of just it still feels just kind of awkward having the one person there uh at all times but i guess this is how it is (laughs)
2: I'm surprised that they've decided to, like, do something similar with Final Fantasy And I know that's, like, the biggest criticism or what everyone's, like, preemptively upset about, that you can only play as Noctis and nobody else.
0: That's that's kind of what I was getting to. Yeah, it's it's my feeling towards that, and it seems just like with Lightning, it seems like they, I guess they're having difficulty telling the story, but, okay, this is going to sound very, you know, i will probably exaggerating quite a bit. It seems like they're having difficulty um, trying to build a story for an entire cast of characters, so they're trying to narrow it a little bit to make it easier for them to tell the story of a single character so they don't have to do it. I mean, that kind of throws it off like Type Zero, of course, but like, I wonder what came to be that they decided to start focusing in on a single character like
1: Well, that. I mean, I, I don't think it's inherently a bad idea. but I think specifically with the ATV system of Final Fantasy is known for, it's a little weird. But, you know, like, the Kingdom Hearts games have, most of them, have only...
0: Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, um, it's like they could still tell the stories of these yeah. other characters. You just can't control them. It's like,
1: the main Kingdom Hearts games have only one playable character. And, you know, I don't think that's a common... I don't think it's a common criticism to say Kingdom Hearts only has one character, so that's an issue. There's lots of There might be other issues, of course. So...
0: yeah. The bat, the combat system is pretty
1: bad. That's about it. <laughs> but but uh, so, I guess it. I don't want to. I don't want to preempt. You know, I don't want to preempt. You know, before the game actually, we even get a chance to try it and see how it works. But it, it does seem kind of. I mean, did they ever announce that the that the cast would be playable before, or is that just kind of assumed? I don't I think remember. It was just-
3: I think that's an assumption. assumption because you saw gameplay of them helping out Noctis in combat, and they have, like the chain moves, or they do right. some sort of team up attack. And I think that's why people kind of associate with that.
1: Yeah, and and plus, you know, there have been recent Square RPGs with mo- more multiple characters, so like Type Zero. <laughs>
3: so yeah, exactly the the exact opposite, almost in this case.
2: I think people also really excited yeah. like to play a four person party for the first time in a while. Right, because you can really flesh out exactly like who you want to do what when you have that many many players or not that many characters, but I think it's frustrating that it's like you have four, but you can only do things with the one
0: that's that's what's kind of bumming me a little bit um it's just because I like having that type of you know variety like if if I'm only gonna have this one character. I hope that they're gonna let me do a lot more with them because I don't like the idea that I'm kind of focused on this one like all around yeah. character. I guess it's gonna wind up being. It's like I wanna you know, make this character the way I want, build up this other character to be my, you know, my my tank well, and like, all that kind of I, stuff. I, I said
1: this in the last podcast two months ago now. Uh, one of the things I actually quite enjoy about the Tales series, and Tales is really what too it, it, it included is that you have nine playable characters and they're all you know quite different oh. and i I actually enjoy a lot just trying out the different characters with the different play styles and you know that variety is interesting to have you um,
0: you don't, want to, you, don't want to four, you don't want four like black mages you can't do that and that' in this kind of right. game anymore
1: and you know it's just interesting to try them out and to see how they work and to fit them together um, so so, so Final Fantasy XV only has one playable character, but I hope there's, you know, some, uh, some way that you can, you know, tailor Noctis, you know, to suit maybe a variety of playstyles instead. That'd be cool.
0: So yeah, and, and speaking of which, that's that's probably why. I mean, you can easily see that's pretty much why they're doing it. It's the playstyle. It's because if we're gonna have this character do all these crazy looking combos and chain links and stuff like that. Um, they need to be able to only let you control this one character because how are they going to do these crazy moves if you're uh, if you're switching around to different characters and stuff like that? It's like, are we going to make it that complicated where it's like, okay, I got to choose, switch over to this guy, and get him really close, switch over to Noctis again, get him really close, and then do this move and whatnot? That I can kind of see why they want to avoid that, um, especially after you know, Tabata talked about how it's like. We're going to make yeah, this easy gonna, to they play. They said they're going to
1: streamline like, it uh, in terms of the combat, which you know a lot of people were very, I guess, seemed to be very hesitant to that. Like, wait, what do you, what do you mean you're going to make it streamline Like,
3: streamlines also often associated with uh, easy, though, right? Which I think is what people were freaking
0: That's, out. It's the same. thing when they talked about the Soul series, like we're streamlining It's Like, oh no! But at the same time, it's like. How streamlined is a turn paced RPG? Like it's that. Whenever people bring that up about the, oh no, it's streamlined. It's like, well, you know, with with traditional RPGs, it was you know, choose an option, hit X. You know, it's not like it's that scary. It's yeah. I think it's more that they're going so into this action RPG area. And then one of my big problems with Final Fantasy 13, even if I still think the combat system is kind of cool, it's that you had this illusion of control and maneuverability, but honestly, it was having difficulty lining up, like, okay, um, you need to get, Fane, you need to get over here, get in front, get in front, stop, no, get get here, uh, okay, now the boss yeah. is going to do this area of attack, and I'm screwed. It's...
1: Yeah, so that I guess that leads to, like, I wonder what you know control you have over setting, like, party AI and things like that. Um, we don't know.
0: Oh, I, hope <laughs> oh I hope it's not the game. Oh my god! Freaking I freaking hate that so I, I,
1: much. I remember, I remember reading something somewhere that like uh. enemies in Final Fantasy fifteen use a system derived from Gambit.
0: <laughs> well, it's it, the enemies yeah, use it's it. That's of, okay. It's, it's when like I can understand like if this person if this person's health is low, if my if my frenemy well, I mean, is is his I mean, health is low, so we can't it.
1: control exactly. you know. The other party members, who names, whose names I forget, uh, like Ignis and Gladiolus, or whatever. Uh,
3: they even the ad names at this point.
1: Yeah, they have names. I don't remember which is which. They, they do have names. But,
3: I kind of just said Doctus, or just the guy that looks like Cloud, kinda. That's that's <laughs> kind of how I identified with them.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, but there's got to be some <laughs> way.
0: The guy, there's got to be guy. some,
1: you know, auxiliary way to, you know, to coordinate them somehow. At least I hope so. I mean, even Kingdom Hearts had some basic, you know, c- controlling c- controlling I'd Donald imagine. and Goofy in those games. You had some control over what they're doing. I'd imagine. So it's just what there's. There's a lot of context to this, to to that we don't know yet. That the demo will hopefully flesh out, which.
0: That's, and it's like, what happens when Noctis dies in battle? Like, that's, that's the kind of the other thing. Like, I was like, how, how's it gonna, how's the game gonna be like when you, when Noctis falls in battle? Like, how are they gonna, I assume, like, they're gonna be quick to try to revive you, but, you know, if you're all by yourself and there's no Phoenix Downs or anything like that, like, how's the rest of the people gonna perform that? Because, like, the AI has to be really good. Um, it's like, it's when, I hate this, like, the loss of control, it, it seems, that's that's the kind of thing I never had a good time with. And it, it seems like when you're going to have some of the more tougher boss battles, especially when you see like some of the big creatures you could fight in that game, it's like when you lose Noctis, it's like how is... The, and is, how is the friend AI going to well, be in that game? It, it makes all that. I might be important. wrong,
2: but I think that uh, pro, like the preliminary reports say that if Noctis dies, it's just a game over screen. And they've done that in previous Final Fantasies as well. Like, 4, they did oh, it with that's Cecil. Right. Um, so just that's, like
1: that, That's how it was in 13.
2: Yeah. If your
1: playable unit died.
0: Oh, that's right. I hate that. That's like the worst part of old RPGs was if your main character dies. Even if you... Even in the times you can control your party, like <laughs> if your main person <laughs> oh, dies, oh
3: sorry, that's, that's
0: yeah, that and Persona
3: that is the most frustrating. To that's
0: me. that's right. I forgot about that happened. Persona at least,
1: at least both Shin Megami Tensei, well Shin Megami Tensei Four took that out completely.
3: Uh, I think then, only the Persona series has well, that and, problem.
1: Yeah, oh, but Persona Four yeah. did add some uh, things to make it friendlier, like mm-hmm. if your social link was high enough before taking a you know, a fatal hit, one of your party members would jump in for you and things like that to try to mitigate it a little bit. Just oh, like gosh. real
3: friends are right. do.
0: <laughs>
3: gotta upgrade that up, up, social your link, friends you know. Your
1: true friends if they will die for the first you. One That's how the, you know which
3: could, one of your friends is the main character. They'll take a bullet for you. That's
0: what it happens.
3: <laughs> so,
0: and you're like you just got to know this person, you barely know them, you had lunch with them on the rooftop and all of a sudden they, they want are to take a bullet to die like, for you. Oh. Yeah, pretty extreme when I don't... I'm not even, like... I'm not related to In you. In all by fairness, so though, kind of, you
3: are the guy with all the revival beads and breads and whatnot. You are the guy that can bring them back. So maybe that's why yeah, they want can't to be give friends them
0: with up. you. And, like, is, is, the, is the other characters... Are they just going to have magic? Are they going to have their own, like, items and equipment it that they... That they change, like, do you have to physically like give this person this piece of like armor or sword or whatever, and they're going to equip it immediately? Is it like dot hack or something? You
3: just got to give it away, and you you know leave and come back later, and they have just it. Based, uh, just based no. off of what I've seen of the game or what I've heard, I, it sounds like the AI and the party members are just not important. It seems like it's all going to be dependent on you, Noctis's actions and what the AI does in the battle or what your teammates do. Almost seems irrelevant.
1: Well, like. I oh, I know I know right it's you. you know it's been several years now and uh, it's been you know rebooted and relaunched and whatever, but like I know Kingdom Hearts, because I know it was V origi- versus was originally the Kingdom Hearts team right and of course yeah. it's, all,
0: yeah. it's all
1: changed now but like yeah. the AI in those games is not well praised now I know it's been a long time, but like if any if if the other characters behave anything like Donald and Goofy. That's not good.
0: <laughs> Keep casting heals. Stop it, Donald. Stop
1: going
3: to when I only just got hit once. <laughs> God
1: damn I all the
0: magic. I ran out of out
1: And
3: You of
0: just never give him items, ever. <laughs> no, you never do, because he's going to just waste them all. Yeah,
2: one thing that disappointed me a little bit about the TGS gameplay for Final Fantasy XV was that it there was a, you know, like a a giant monster and then a bunch of little ones like little goblins that came out and it looked a lot like dynasty warriors or hyrule warriors with the moblins and stuff it was just oh. like there were a, t- a lot more enemies oh. than you're usually facing because in final Fantasy you're usually facing what like a set number of like maybe five or six maximum ever but like instead you're just fighting all these like little creatures around you and then Everyone else in your party is doing the same, so like I hope that I, I really feel like a lot does hinge on the party AI. I would actually kind of prefer something like Gambit Gambits 2 to what they have in you know.
0: As long as you don't like wait till the end of the game to but get the good stuff, then it's probably not going to be as big a deal. Well,
1: I mean, like you. you... Hopefully, like the enemy encounters are you know interesting, and I hate to bring it up, I haven't even played it, but like you know in Dark Souls, from what I've seen, you know every encounter is you know has an interesting you know hook to it and how you defeat an enemy rather than just killing bunches of goblins over and over and over again. So,
3: I don't think 15 will be anything like Dark Souls. Unfortunately, well, I, 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 uh, yeah, I, I would love for it <laughs> perhaps, to be like
2: Dark
1: well, Souls. Perhaps <laughs>
3: It's the Dark Souls of well, modern for
1: uh, example, I just mean like hopefully when you encounter when you're you know you encounter an enemy and you have to take it on, hopefully there's a little bit more to it than just whack at it until it dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get
3: what you mean.
0: And on the flip
3: side,
1: oh, oh I was Katie, say, it say does
2: something. seem like it. All of the encounters are really interactive. So, like the stuff they just revealed today and the the active time report is that you can fight like everything. You could fight the wildlife, like birds and like bunnies and whatever's running around. Exactly, bird. you know, every gamer's Looking dream come true. Kick the chickens.
3: Can you run over the birds <laughs> with the car? It's just like straight that up real great. life. So the the car, car, that's the thing that bothers me the most about the game.
0: It's the car that seems like float on air. It's like a hovercraft. Yeah, that,
1: like, like how much the, the game is
3: going to be this road trip.
1: I bet. I bet that your car is going to become your
0: airship.
3: Maybe does the car count as another pretty much? Character. It's a vehicle.
2: Well, the Doom buggy. No, apparently everywhere. gas stations are like a huge part of this game. That's like really, really that's incredible. of oh, you go to, well, another it's thing like five, they five, revealed. <laughs>
0: Do you have to, like, gas up? Do you I, run I, I, out of gas? There's speculating oh my God. that you I do, but you, I hope, I hope you, you can to go to gas stations, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can eat there, and you can gather information, like, from the waitresses. God, stuff.
0: it's a bar? It's like a bar in this... Uh, I am now even more if iffy on the whole car. Final thing. Fantasy, everybody.
2: <laughs> it's
0: like, you're midi- are you are Are they mitigating the gas or something like that? Like, do you
2: drive around looking for the not. cheapest gas spot in the game? Like... <laughs>
0: Oh, you're trying to, like, look, running on fumes for a bit there, you're, like, saying, like, oh, man, I can make it, I can make another few miles, just don't worry, I can't stop here, we we need to get to the next place, come on, we can't We'll stop here. It's
2: and then you have to fight season. to the next gas station, so you just, like, run, walk two miles to get, like, a tank of gas, and walk
0: back. you your car like, <laughs> break down, you gotta call the tow truck, uh, the Final Fantasy version of the tow truck You've to come to out a and got
3: armor to come pick you up.
0: There you go. Do you get, like, do you have, like, a Chocobo, and then all of a sudden, like you're broken down <laughs> in the road, like. <laughs> and uh, he comes driving comes up. That's his, that's his character. A he's a gas attendant. Oh, uh, he's, yeah, he's yeah, a gas attendant. He's insane. the guy. He pumps your fuel it's for you. Uh, so, what do
1: these chocobo breeders think about you know cars taking over the world?
0: There you that's, go. That's, all of a sudden, that's, that's the, the rebel faction to arise in this game. <laughs> that's the,
1: the chocobo breeders
0: <laughs> that's the can't
1: put up with this anymore
0: underground, like the farmer, it looks like the farmer from Final Fantasy VII, he's come back, and he's he's pissed off, so it's like, got all this grasshole scene, I'm, I'm sick and tired of your, your... god damn it. Well, so, if, if that if that becomes the game, I mean, if that's if, like, I, you, you could bet well, that's the
1: side quest, seri- Speaking seriously now, it does seem, you know, that is, I guess, the angle they're kind of <laughs> going for in terms of, like, tonality, at least initially, like, it's just a group of friends, you know, like hanging out, and that's literally the angle that the game will uh, seemingly start with, which I guess, you know, usually in RPGs, your party doesn't, isn't so acquainted with each other when you get started, in this case they are, so I mean...
0: Well, they did some of those things where it's like you know they got out of the car, they stretched their limbs, or when they ran too far, the entire everyone was exhausted. They were just like dragging their legs, like oh, I ran so far, like don't know what. Even on the new Final
1: Fantasy 15, 15 website, the key image is literally like them grilling out <laughs> outside, like tailgating <sighs> almost. It's like okay,
0: what is and I. So I wonder if that actually has a physical, like you you pull stuff from your your, your like, car, your your car is your car is your
1: is your fat chocobo, or is your, where you put your extra inventory?
3: I put all in the trunk.
0: I was gonna say, is that the fat chocobo you're gonna grill a Is are is that gonna eat the chocobo meat drumstick?
2: Well, I think they're trying to add like another layer of realism to the game, right? So apparently, if you like don't Early, sleep, yeah. then you're like too tired to like fight as effectively. So I guess you have to like eat regularly and like. I, if this breathing. is going to be
0: like, it's like a Grand Theft Auto thing, like you eat too much, <laughs> you get fat, and you have to like burn it off by running around or fighting enemies. I don't know if I want that type of like.
3: That sounds like Final Fantasy meets Fable, and that sounds horrifying. That <laughs> I, I don't know if I want
0: that type of like that. You know, strictness about it. Like I, it's like uh, hopefully that doesn't get in the way of the oh. fun. Like it's it, it sounds cool, but it's like I hope it doesn't get in the
1: yeah, way of my, it. My, Go ahead. Good.
2: No. I was going to say, it sounds really cool in theory. You're like, yeah, that makes t- perfect sense. Like, you know, if I don't rest, I won't fight as well. But, like, once you actually get to it, it's sort of like when I first started playing, like, Zelda for the Wii and I was just like, it makes sense that my arms get tired if I keep hacking at things, but that, like, lessens my enjoyment of this video game.
3: Oh, boy, now this boss fight where I need, need precision cutting is really hard. <laughs> or, like, it
1: kind of reminds me, I don't know persona three where your characters get tired if you play too much and it's just it's just kind of a, a headache it eventually just becomes annoying to deal with i
0: don't know uh, it's and it, at a point it's like you know it's it, it's like hey this is kind of cool like the first few times and then slowly becomes more and more aggravating until so it's like okay this this is really getting absurd yeah. I, I can't take this I, i'm tired of having to deal with this every time it happens my my and, uh, Especially when you talk about forty-hour games. Yeah, or something
1: my like that. assumption is that you know b- b- this game, what, you know, once you get far enough into it, I, I you know, I assume it's going to become more of a typical Final Fantasy.
0: Uh, you beef up your characters no longer. tired. I'm, I'm actually like, going <laughs> back to this
1: whole tonality thing,
0: where like oh,
1: okay. I, I assume once you kind of get past you know this intro, these introductory sections of the game, it'll become more of a Final Fantasy, you know, narrative and you know it's some grandiose serious, you, back know, back. Yeah. you know you <laughs> know conflicts and whatever I'm, that's my assumption anyway but it
0: there's got to be an empire because yeah. there's always an empire playing
2: like a prince <laughs> right so there's there's all of that yeah. stuff going on
0: he's against uh, apparently he's like he doesn't want to be the prince or something he's like he's like going against the, it's, yeah, the it's system, like you a, know like i don't want to be this princely prince i want to be this fun guy who's
3: with his that does not him. scream Noctis to me. Say like, I want to be the fun guy. I want to be the fun guy. I stick my tongue out. It's got. Oh. I can't picture Noctis making that. Kind yeah. I do.
1: I do think them now RPG demos are usually, oftentimes, not very good um, for a variety of reasons. I
3: I, I hate RPG yeah. demos. Yeah, uh, twelve demo. Everyone. I don't,
1: I don't even remember that. Yeah.
3: Boy, Kate, okay, so,
1: that was with what? That was with Dragon it Quest. Was, Eight.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, like, saying,
1: yeah. like I do think getting a demo out is, I you know it could be a good idea just to, you know so especially for a game that's just been in kind of in, you know in the pot for forever. Um,
0: they're trying to sell type zero. That's, that's basically two. what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really they're just like with any time they hook a game in, it's like, well, well no people aren't really going to be sold on paying sixty bucks for a remaster, so let's throw the demo in and make pretend like it's you know we're trying to. Uh, give this like Final Fantasy tax.
1: Yeah, everyone's or something
2: joking else. that's $40 for Type Zero and $20 for the demo. Thing.
1: I just can't. Or the, it, the low hanging fruit $60 for the uh, demo and you get a free Type Zero with it.
0: <laughs> that's pretty much what they say. And it's like Dragon Quest Eight is an amazing game. And it's like Final Fantasy Twelve That was eh, alright, I guess. But people flipped that too. Did,
1: uh, I mean, just Dragon Quest wasn't as big in the. Is not as big in the West as it is?
0: At- no, it didn't sell that well here anyway, so it didn't matter. fortunately, it was as amazing as that game is. But, like, with Type 0, I, we didn't, of course, since we didn't do a podcast in September, we didn't talk about 15, we didn't talk about Type 0, but the that game looks fun. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I, I wouldn't really like to play it. I'm actually more interested in Type 0 than I am in 15, by a long shot, just because 15 looks like... I don't know. I'm still not sold on it, but Type-Zero looks fun, especially with all the different people that you can play as. Yeah, I
3: mean, I hey, would have thought having playable characters is a cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah, think yeah. That. I mean, your choices, you know, it's great.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know Type-Zero, What? Well, it's mostly the Crisis Core team, the original game. Yeah. So, yeah. like, the,
0: I like how you're working it back to the teams every time we bring up the game, It's like the Hearts yeah. team, right? The it's, like um,
1: it's just uh, the one thing I'm most hesitant about is like, okay, so there's like a mission structure, right? And you have, you know, you're gonna go on these missions to do things, and I wonder how that's going to feel, you know, as a console game rather than a portable game. Uh, I don't know, just
3: as someone who's played this, kind of I can of, be, give right. you a little bit of uh, clarity on that. Mm-hmm. So you're very much, the mission structure is strictly for just an order or doing side quests like that. It's still a very like an open world. You're free to go to different towns and do stuff like that or travel across the overworld and do what you will. But the missions are more of, oh, start the next story thing, go here. It's like more like how Peace Walker handles it, except instead of going to Mother Base, oh. you're in a big open world that you, that's kind of bland in the PSB version because it's a PSB game. So hopefully they expand upon that more.
0: Is, I, to be honest,
3: I, I doubt they will, yeah. just
0: because of how, uh, it seems to be like they're trying to get people to buy the new consoles for fifteen. so it's like a means to an end. But to mention about the overworld stuff, like how much stuff can you actually do in the overworld stuff versus just doing the missions? Uh,
3: most of the overworld stuff that you're required to do for a mission is actually like a weird pseudo-RTS thing where you're taking over cities, that's a whole thing, Cause it's a big, it's oh. a whole war, That's the whole, it's Final Fantasy War, essentially. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, though, it's like old, overworld
0: RP. I mean, overworld maps and RPGs and stuff like that, you're still kind of traveling in a tunnel, because it's like, you've got to yeah. go to this place specifically to do this mission, it's like, you're not really, you're not really going yeah, to run around, ha- it's, it's like, what are you going to do, like, where
3: it's very much, like, you need to go to this town to start this mission to progress the story or do this, yeah, but so there's still the openness that it doesn't feel like that. You feel like you have I, other I know.
1: options. Like I, I, it's you know my memory's kind of foggy, but I mean again I'm thinking back to Crisis Core. Basically, it is purely missions. Like that's all it was. So this sounds like it's a little different. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, there's been some great games that have all that t- same type of structural structure, and so it's not like it's it's immediately off-putting or something like that. But it's like you said, it's like how does that? Change, well, like, I mean, to a like if I'm playing my, my
1: portable, like when I'm waiting for something, or you know, if I'm just killing time. You know, it's more, it's more, it's. I can more easily just kind of kill time by doing maybe slightly, re, slightly repetitive missions, perhaps, or just you know, just kind of killing time. But when I'm, you know, when I get home and just sitting down to play a console game, if I, I don't know if I have the same sort of patience for that. But you know, I, I, I'm to be pessimistic. I just, you know, I'm just kind of curious more how it's going to work.
3: Um, well, if you're curious, yeah. you could always check out the PSP version. There's a translation out for that. No, I just or, decided well, to play you know.
1: Lightning Returns instead.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: or you can you can use your Vita and remote play and that's the Vita version right there. You're gonna I be will, satisfied with people happy. who are sad that it didn't There you go. As long as you
3: own a PS4 and a Vita, then you've you got six hundred dollars and the other sixty to play type zero, you could have your portable version. Everyone's happy. That's that's
0: really everyone got what they wanted. Yeah but case like, now, about that PC yeah. version though. It's,
1: It'll just be announced four years later.
0: Yeah. Cool. yeah. Just, right. well, just like you
1: said, Zach, like, the 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 most, the most, you know, interesting aspect of the game, I think, you know, the most thing, the thing I'm most curious of, or interested in, really, is the multiple playable characters, because they all seem to play quite, quite differently. So, it's one of
0: those... like, I like the look. Yeah, I like got, the 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 design. It seems more mature. It doesn't yeah, seem like it all.
1: It, 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 it kind of ha- opening
3: cutscene. I've heard that. that. Yeah, it, it sets the tone for. I've right. heard that.
0: I kind
1: of appreciate that. It's like it, it, you know, on one hand, it does kind of look like anime high school, but it you know, it's it seems like the tonality is a lot, a lot <laughs> like
0: rookies. Well, it seems like yeah.
1: it's a lot, it's a rookies lot, is... it's a lot more mature than you know most anime high school type. Well, yeah, I
2: was I was really worried when I first saw it that it'd be like kind of like a battle royale, like oh look they're in like school uniforms and they're fighting. But like after seeing the most recent trailer, the Enter the Fray one, it was just really good and it it, like um it set that sort of dark tone and it also showed that there are like much bigger stakes than it's sort of you know like a a high school battle. anime would be right there's like these four kingdoms and they're at war and you're like really integral to fighting that war i actually like just got excited about it basically after seeing that trailer
3: i got a great comparison on that note so like 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 you're we saying it does okay. have a uh it's, it is a high school setting but it does it's more focused on the war aspect which is like a complete opposite of valkyria chronicles 2 which is this war setting but it's all about the high school <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like the opposite of that. It's like the, if I'm thinking about it now, it's actually crazy.
0: It, it seems to be like working at a military academy. It's kind of what I was I was seeing it as. But like that, I mean, I haven't seen too much, but it's because when I really want to play a game, I don't really watch too much about it, just because I want to kind of go in there fresh and new. But from what I saw of the um, the Tokyo Game Show trailer that they premiered. Um, I have not seen the end of the free one yet, but from that one, I liked the idea of having like you know different characters. They did do some visual improvements, with the console version apparently like they added some blur effects and stuff like that. Apparently, the uh,
1: the lighting is uh, like actually like the similar lighting to what's used in uh, Final Fantasy fifteen, like or something like they transported over like just that specifically. I don't. I, I might be wrong. But yeah, the lighting—I know they've been on and on about about how that's a big improvement over the PSP version.
0: It does look, and the the fights look way more hectic um, and more intense. It, it looks it looks fun, and I like the idea of having all these different characters. It seems like a nice contrast to what you typically see coming out. It's it's like, as you said, like coming from the team of Crisis Core, a game that was held in pretty high regard based on how modern Final Fantasy games are normally, yeah. you know appreciated. And seeing that and then taking it to Type-Zero and then seeing it blown up to the big screen, it's, I, uh, I'm kind of a, that's, that's where my appeal for that series is now kind of pointing towards more than the, the big old console releases, where they seem to pump way too much money into. It kind of loses its charm a little bit, and I think that you can kind of it, see that it, more. I in mean, it does, it does look as right probably now.
1: as good as you would possibly expect a PSP to PS4, a, Xbox One transition to be. Like,
3: but is it sixty dollars yeah, worth? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Not, even but, from what uh, I've seen of it, it very much looks like it still plays the same. It has the same control scheme. It looks prettier, and it looks Andy, like it has a much higher frame rate. But yeah, and, like and it, it doesn't have multiplayer now.
1: It's it's hard to it's hard to describe so, why, but the environments. I mean, not talking about like textures, but the actual like geometry of the environments, the space that, spaces that you play in, do seem kind of PSP esque as well.
0: Oh yeah, they're um, very much corridor. Yeah, I didn't know they were they removed the
3: multiplayer. Yep. That. Why?
2: That was actually sounded yeah, pretty cool yeah, in the original version. one. It's actually pretty neat
3: because you can have other people play as other party members, and you can do all that. And there's like missions that were exclusive for it. It's actually a really neat feature, and you could you could jump into I, someone's game and help them out.
0: I, I thought that was I was kind of excited for that because I wanted to try it out because I heard and, it was pretty fun. And now
3: justify it being a sixty dollars game. How <laughs> exactly. would justify it?
0: Oh my gosh! Oh,
3: I should be awesome.
0: Well, I'll wait for it to be on sale or something. <laughs> or you can just play the PS3 version, which does have that. Because I, 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 to be honest, I think RPG demos yeah. are the worst. They're a very bad way to tell this. I mean, I don't care if Final Fantasy XV's demo is supposed to be like, this is supposed to kick off a game. Same thing with like Bravely Default. It's really difficult. People were so turned off on some of the other demos. Like, and you knew Cooney, like, just from impressions about the demos. like, oh, this, is, this might be bad. And I play it, I love it, well, and it's I, like, I, I meant, to get a sense of a game like that that's supposed to be that long in such a small I
1: mentioned earlier piece, that one of, the, one of the key things in RPGs is kind of the progression from beginning to end, and I, I don't mean story, I mean like how your party builds and how your characters yeah. and abilities and things like that, and you just don't see that in it now. You get to know the characters and stuff like that, but they cut it off in right, demo. A lot of the just, context is just kind of missing, uh, so...
0: You you none of it stays. It's not like an action game where it's like, well, I I pretty much get what this game's like now, but it's the it's it hooks itself on the story and it's really hard to get out I think the best thing, even if it's like a thing you can demo.
3: do with an RPG demo is to make it a separate thing, but that still has yeah. all the mechanics of that. So maybe like make it like a like a before like, the actual game kicks off. This is like a thing that happened and they did. That's like,
0: even then it's, it's like kind it's kind of, of hard cuz I want to get to know these people and I feel like I'm missing something and I if don't I
1: sort of you know, did that. I mean it was yeah. just kind of a separate thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was I was I was talking about though is that it's like uh, that sounds cool. I mean if it's just like for me like if it's just a battle demo or something then I'm I'm okay with that. Personally, okay. I just, you know, if anything if they include anything a story related to it, it's like uh, it's like when I watch Say, like, I missed out on a series, it's like, I miss an episode, that like I, I watched the first episode, missed the second, and, and now I'm like, uh, well, the rest of the show's going, I'll wait until the whole season's out before I just sit there and play it all. That's the kind of thing I get, like, I'd rather sit through a whole game rather than just, you know, start it off and like, well, I guess I'll wait about a year and a half until the game actually comes out or something. You know what
1: was the worst RPG demo I've played or experienced? <laughs> Tales of Vesperia. What was
0: that? So, uh, <laughs> I remember that one. Oh, yeah, that one. That and Tales of Graces. I don't out, remember.
1: Ta- well, Tales of Vesperia, just to be concise, like, it kind of throws you into this location. Um, and the cutscenes play just like they do in the main game, but you have no context to what's going on at all. So
0: And Tales Grace is they, too, so. they
1: actually bring up, like, one of the in-game, you know, jargon is Blastia, and you have, like, no idea what anyone's talking about. And then... <laughs>
0: like i'm the weird one what? you go through
1: the you go through this small area and then you fight this boss that's like ridiculously overpowered um they they like they, he was like they buffed him up for the demo for some reason and he just was oh like gosh. what was and he was frustrating and it's just like it was there was like nothing good about that demo at all <laughs>
0: I think that was like the I played the Japanese demo for Tales of Aspera. I still own it, and I I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like this weird like forest yeah. area. Or something That's like actually that. one of the hardest
3: it's boss fights in the normal game too. Yeah,
1: they toned they took they toned him <laughs> down in the game, but he's still like a spike in difficulty for some reason. It just it doesn't it just kind of feels
0: weird. Hey kids. <laughs> It's, it's funny because the you, E3 demos, you, when you go to see it, they overpower you know what your character. You the worst part of it
1: is? Like, like after you like finally take on this boss after like five times of trying, one of your character remarks, "That was easy." It's like, oh, shut up!
0: Shut <laughs> your face. <laughs> But, in like, E3 demos, they level your character to, like, a high level, like, at least level 20 in a level, like, low-level area, so that way people don't be, ter- they don't get turned off, like, oh, I hate this game, I suck at it, and, like, why would I want to play this anymore? Like, I don't get why that Vesperia demo would exist like that. That's,
2: well, at E3, they also want to get as many people to play the demo as possible, so if you can kill them in one hit, yeah, like, you could just, like, like on. move on to the next person.
0: Like, all right, move on, move on.
2: Exactly. Like <laughs> I feel like I feel like a lot is riding on the Final Fantasy 15 demo, though, because everyone's been so impatient, and this game has been in production for so long that they just want to like sort of prove at this point, hey, we're actually working on this game. We promise. We have things to show for it. Like that's it's seeing
0: the roller of emotions mm-hmm. people have. I do
1: with think that. you know while we've talked about problems with RPG demos, you know really, players do need to kind of go into the mindset like, okay, this isn't the finished full product. This is just a demo. So that's the problem, too. (laughs) And
2: it frustrates me when everyone's like, like, well, the demo is proof that they're, like, this far along in the game. And it's like, no, it's not. There's just...
0: They, they signed up these voice actors. Apparently, it's almost done. It's like, I don't or, think or that like means anything.
1: Or, people might make arguments. I'm um, just speaking hypothetically here. Like, well, the demo wasn't very good, so the game is probably going to be awful. It's like,
3: uh... <laughs> doesn't hold up. Well,
1: yeah, that's... I mean, yeah, it's, I mean it's, it, it,
3: that's, that's... the I mean, point, that though. Like, I mean, you can the, the say the that about any game. To, that is, that is what you're
1: based off of. It's like, the only thing you have to, you know, base that from. But still, it's just like...
0: Like one of my favorite games of all time, Asura's Wrath* has a bad demo, and when you play the main game, you're like, "Whoa, this is, game is incredible!" That demo that didn't do it any favors at all, and so that's 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 also what you kind of get from it. But um, yeah, it's I, I think it's a lot of it's right off that *Final Fantasy XV* demo, but uh, at the same time, it's it's been kind of interesting seeing the reactions from people who are you know totally into *Final Fantasy XV* who really wanted to come out. And you know, all the way to the other side of the field, people who like don't want it to <laughs> succeed at all. They think it's going to be a big massive failure. It's like, dude, you that's know, the final in case it's, it's, in a nutshell. Though
3: <laughs> half of them wanted to <laughs> do really much. well, like the other you care half so just wants much. to watch it crash and burn.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's like people who are so deeply in love with 15 and anything that comes out, like they show two seconds more footage. It's super And it's like, Oh my God. It's like, they show it her face and it's not the same character. It's like, I, I honestly, it's like, I'll wait. And uh, I can't wait to like, you know, I'll, when it comes, comes out, I'll play it and stuff like that. It's, I'm kind of placid about it just because of how it's been, you know, handled and stuff like that. Um, to be honest, it's like people get really upset with others when they see them not, you know, totally on board and in love with it. Yeah. It's like, you know, I've we've come through yeah. this so many times. It's really yeah. hard. It, to it was rid- sort
2: it like of ridiculous that. how excited people were about the uh, Tabata's Active Time Report, which came out today, when all they really did was like, hey, look, it's people walking around for 10 minutes,
0: Right it's it was it was like the most like we'll have quests here and stuff like that it's like that's what all I mean, the people who make open world i, RPGs I, I mean
1: are. i don't i think sometimes you know some people are just like overly skeptical about everything and it just kind of becomes you know tedious
0: it but, does you know that, like yeah. some
1: people yeah. like they are Yeah. Uh, well i just like looking at this exploration I know they uh they they said they like cut out the events and the other things just to focus on the exploration, but I really do hope in this world that there's things to do that are more than just you know collecting or killing monsters,
3: but hopefully more than just catching up with uh sit at the nearest gas station
1: yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's we're
0: gonna bring that back around i mean it's 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 as long as it has stuff to do, but at the same time it's like I'm not that committed to that because honestly the thing I don't really appreciate that much in open world RPGs is when all that extra stuff gets in the way of delivering a nice focused main story and it, it like you, you do all this other stuff and then it kind of takes away continues and continues to take away from the focus of the main story like the, the immediacy of it and so it's like the world's going to come to an end. But first, let's go over here and gas off to the nearest station. And, and oh man, we're really tired. It's it's been a long day. I don't know, guys. It's just like and that's uh, that's the kind of thing like I I'm I didn't mind so much how linear 13 was. It's that I didn't think they delivered the, a good some, story. Like some of, like, it's some of the tail games story.
1: are actually like that where it's like there's the final boss. There's he there he is. We got to take him on. Right, guys? Right. Oh, by the way, there's like 100 new side quests you can do. <laughs>
0: And then... Hey, by the way, you can just, you know, help out this person who needs to, like, fix the telephone. Yeah, it's really going to oh. take a while. Oh, oh back that's,
3: off.
0: That's pretty bad. Yeah, we really work on that. It's oh, really I tough. Drink some water. finished by that, actually. But... <laughs> and and that's, like, you know, the Edel school, El, uh, Elder Scrolls games yeah. and stuff like that, and GTA and stuff like that. They have... Well, I a really Those, of that. But,
1: mm-hmm. I was uh, thinking, like, the Skyrim, or... Skyrim's the only one i played, is... If you were to do, like, all the extra content in Skyrim, it's, like, 100 hours or whatever. But, like, if you just go... If you just stick with, like, the main, you know, storyline, you can beat it. Like, you're, you're playing that for Extra Life, right?
0: Yeah, I'll be playing that for
2: Extra Life. I don't life,
1: think the which... game is really that long if you totally ignore any of the side content, because there is kind of a lot of it.
2: <laughs> and I, I think that Final Fantasy 15 is drawing a lot of comparisons to Skyrim, especially because, like... You know they're trying to do this giant open world thing, and one of like I think Tabata's early comments that the only thing that's going to stop you from getting anywhere is is the mountains. And now you in today's demo you could like see people like walking up all the mountains all the way, and they're like, are you going to be able to jump them too, just like Skyrim? Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> First of you can see dragons flying around. You can see like Bahamut just like flying around and just take them down and just. I don't know. Are you gonna like you know find wild chocobo and just jump on them? They they did say I think that the only thing you could really ride is the car, at least for the time being. Although looking at the chocobos, or did they did they say anything otherwise in the recent stuff you, about that, like the stuff the, the your mounts or whatnot? The no, all the, mount, the all the skyward to...
2: mount stuff is uh, Final Fantasy 14 Heaven's Word. I think right now yeah. you could just see a bunch of chocobos grazing. That's about it. That's as <sighs> exciting as it gets.
1: I hope you could think like, about it. Um obviously Final Fantasy thirteen was not known for its expansive areas. Um but like Final Fantasy twelve, I know you were talking earlier about the Gambit system, but one thing I think it did actually fairly uh well were a variety of areas where there were some openish areas, but they weren't they weren't ridiculous. I was actually talking to someone earlier about this. The open areas in Final Fantasy XII were actually kind of a good size. They, they had that sense of scale without being like overbearing. With, yeah. with, with the,
0: that's why the, the shift from 12 to 13 without, was a so Maybe shocking. with the exception <laughs> of the,
1: uh, the sand sea. Um, oh where that one was, oh, yeah. that, that place is probably too big for its own good. But also Final Fantasy XII did have, kind of a good variety of a lot of it more enclosed and more cramped areas as well uh the mines and the the tomb and, and what and, and all that so i kind of everything in final fantasy 15 and it seems like this is where rpgs are going with like xenoblade is like xenoblade x and xenoblade like huge open wide areas but i hope there's like i hope it's just not all these gigantic areas you know
0: well, and in, in the rumor is, like, Level 5 and um, other developers, probably CyberConnect2 and stuff like that, they're working on an open-world RPG as well. So, it obviously, it is the way things are going, and you can kind of see it because, you know, Skyrim sold tens of millions of copies, and so it's easy to see why, not tens, five, several, but you can kind of see that's the way things are going. And it's not like I it's something to be like opposed to, you know, Xenoblade 2 is going to be the exact same way or Xenoblade Chronicles X, whatever the hell it's called. But at the same time, it's like, It's nice, but you're slowly losing the appeal that I had with those earlier titles. A lot of early, a lot of early
1: RPGs or JRPGs, you know, they were like dungeon based. You go into a dungeon, and there's like, you know, this map design of trying to figure out how to navigate the rooms or how to open that door, how to find that chest. Uh, I actually played, uh, I actually played Golden Sun, the GBA games earlier this year, and that's one thing I thought they did really well, and I think. In the, like during the PlayStation two era, PlayStation two era, and I, there was some three d uh, you know, kind of that translation to three d three d environments and three d dungeon type areas. And I don't think that should totally go away, but it seems like a lot of games are more oh. focused on you know be like Skyrim and these gigantic overworlds.
0: Well, so <laughs> well, Rogue Galaxy was pretty yeah, good. yeah. that, good that or had
1: or some or great or dungeons. <laughs> I remember it' was kind of it was kind of long we had like that those those interconnecting giant towers was, like, the big dungeon in that game. You know, I, it's kind of... Yeah. and uh, Sorry to kind of... I'm kind of rambling here, but I'm thinking about Final Fantasy, or Lightning Returns, has a lot of open areas, and it has some of these, like, dungeon areas as well, but they're basically just straight lines to the end. So, that's, it's kind of these two extremes that I hope they avoid, th- having straight lines, like Final Fantasy 13 or just kind of these expanses with nothing to do. So... It's all about variety, which is one thing, like I said, I think Final Fantasy XII did pretty well in that regard. Katie,
2: oh,
0: were you going to say something I to agree with what he... Hello? Oh, I think we... Katie? Are we losing people like left oh, and right oh here? No. Is that how it's going to be? Oh, yes. Well...
2: Oh, can you hear me now?
0: Yes, did we lose your mic is with, um, with <laughs> uh, oh, we lost you again i think I think we're just slowly losing Katie, just you know mentally as well oh well, <laughs> so moving on, i mean it's yeah so the 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 variety of course is important as well so it, it's it's nice to see that um. They're going that way. I think another thing you can kind of point—not to you know, spend way too much time on the topic of open world versus you know closed areas. It's like they haven't really proven themselves in that department yet about being able to make that world. It's like you can look at other people like The Witcher. Um, uh, with um, CD Projekt, it was like, well, they're slowly, they've been slowly building towards that for a while now. They, you know, they made a very close game with Witcher One. Witcher Two is more, way more up and ended, but still didn't really have that feel that you would get out of a Middle Schools. And then three, they're really trying to go for it, and so it's kind of hard to say it that way. So I don't know. It, it's I, that's kind of what I'm coming from on that. It's like the, the Final Fantasy people. Don't know if they can make that world that, that meaningful, but it, it'd be interesting yeah, to see. And that's also what they a can one, pull just off. a
1: hard thing to note in a demo, because a demo is only going to be one area or whatever. <laughs> so. Of so, this is another one of those things that demos just don't show very well.
0: Of course. Well, and so I'm trying to get back, Katie, for a moment here, but that's, that's about it. I mean, other than that, I mean, there's been some other big can news we talk about, lately where about it's been
1: coming out of nowhere, yeah, it's, it's, announcing it's, a PC version.
0: Uh, you can imagine that Sega's been working behind the scenes for a while to do that kind of, I'm sure they get a ton of requests for people to, to get ports and stuff like that, especially for a series that's, you know, it's been kind of dead for a few years. Yeah, ago, I mean, um, Chronicles
1: so. is, is, is a very kind of a surprise announcement in a good way. Uh, you know, the, the franchise hasn't been seen over here since, like, you know, when did Darker Chronicles 2 come out? Like, 2010?
0: Yeah. 2009, I think. Nine. Or, or here. 2000, yeah,
1: 2009. Two- the, original long, we know. the original game was 2008. And so <laughs> <do>. it's just <laughs> been going. a while, and, you know, the third title has never came over, and then it just seemed like, well, that was it, you know. And then out of nowhere, they announced that PC version, which not only is it great to have this game, you know, available on another platform for more people to play, but it's kind of like just having the franchise mentioned in official press releases again is kind of nice to see. Like, it's not...
0: Oh, Mr. Galleon, yeah. as soon as the Sega like, said, I'm like, oh, my God, when you like, say know, it, it sounds, I it sounds it so cool.
1: <laughs> I know it wasn't God, that long ago, but it's almost kind of nostalgic. Like, man, Valkyria Chronicles, I love that game.
0: <laughs> it's it's kind of, it's when you think about how like, long ago it was. I mean, so, like, one of the things it didn't have was trophies, and it never got patched for that. It had yeah. medals, of course, in the game, and that was your version of the achievements, but it's, like, when they announced, like, Steve achievement, achievements and things like that, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it's a cool thing to be able to, you know, uh, give you a, met- a better excuse to go back and play that game again, especially because I played it fairly yeah. recently to complete.
1: Yeah, Chronicles is one of those games that's, like, I th- Not only does it just do everything well, it it, it does a lot of things pretty well, but it's just so unique. It's not really like anything else Um, in terms of how it plays. It's like a strategy RPG with a real-time element uh, and kind of in that setting with the watercolor style. It's just kind of this unique package, and uh, everything works really well. The one game that it's probably most easily compared to is XCOM. But even then even then it's yes. not really doing it a service. It's because it's, it's so different from XCOM too. Um and it just it's square it's probably squarely in my top five for that generation of games uh for RPGs. It's it's just really solid.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And especially when they've been talking about the things that the the port's gonna bring, like, you know, sixty frames per second if, that, if that's important to you. I mean, in that type of game, it's pretty nice because being able to um, see that action at a much quicker pace is, is pretty cool. And then also, you know, being able to support higher resolutions, you know, 720p, 1080p, um, all the way up to most likely 4K resolution and beyond. Just seeing what the the Canvas engine can pull off at a higher resolution seems pretty awesome. I mean. You go back and see Valkyrie Chronicles today; it still looks really damn good. Yeah, that really art style—that style helps a yeah. lot. Exactly, it's like it's like yeah. Wind Waker. It's never it all. It's going to age well, like perpetually. And so, I'm, I'm excited to see what that would look like on a modern system. And apparently, it's out on November yeah, 11th. So, it's very soon. Yeah. And you know you hope that it's it, it kind of sets the pace to bringing Valkyria Chronicles 2 to the PC, and then eventually God hoping they bring Valkyria Chronicles 3 because I I did play that game I did beat Valkyrie Chronicles 3 the translation version translated version, um, and I had an amazing time with it's almost as good of, if not as good as mm-hmm. the first one especially with how they deliver in many of the departments yeah. like the combat the story the look the 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 charm everything about the third game is just as good as the first yeah, but i did not first play the game
1: one, like it's a strategy rpg And it's, like I already said, it's got, I don't want to, you know, detail how you play it, but it, like, that real-time aspect with the turns and the, the strategy elements, that all worked really well, but one other thing that was really nice about it was, like, you didn't need to grind, like, at all. It was a very friendly game on that regard, in terms of, like, you don't need to go out of your way to buff up your guys or anything like that. It had the class, it had the class system (laughs) where, uh, you can use any character from a class, and it basically, all characters from that class will, improve um so you don't have to stick with the core group of characters you can kind of check out different 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 units and they 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 each had like different bonuses uh so it's kind of and different personalities too so it's kind of cool to see all these characters and use them one thing
0: Yeah, all the backgrounds, and they have their own stories to tell. Yeah, and
1: one thing that Valkyria... I I liked Valkyria Chronicles 2 in a couple of ways. Uh, Mainly, it had more classes. It had a little bit of a better balance between some classes, I think, except for the Fencer. Uh, There's a Fencer unit. It's like a physical unit that was really, really strong. But one thing about Valkyria Chronicles 2 that I did not like at all was uh, it had a lot more elements where you do just kind of do random battles. Um, to progress the story and to collect items and things. Like, literally, you'd had it was, it, was like, it was like a, it was a calendar system, like, uh, like Persona almost. But in order to play the main mission, you had to do, like, X amount of just random missions to get there. And also, just, like, getting pieces for your tanks or weapons for your characters, you had to do kind of just extra battles to get them. Um, which I guess is, for a portable system... I guess that's maybe a little bit acceptable but it, it was just kind of a big disappointment from the first one. Does Dr. Your Chronicles 3 have that kind of structure at all?
0: Uh I mean it's 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 got some of the same stuff. I mean the maps are a lot bigger in 3 compared to 2, I've heard. I mean it's it's pretty much it's back up to I wouldn't say it's up to the same size as the first game, but it's definitely. I've heard it's a lot. It's it's much bigger, so it's more easy to um, get into. they don't repeat. Uh, they do repeat maps and stuff like that, like the layouts, but it's not as um, oppressive. The, the three, oh, you definitely don't need to yeah. grind that much. There just, are like just tell me side one thing and in Valkyria like
1: Chronicles two. Mm-hmm. I, I just remembered this. You get different, I forget what they're called exactly, but you get different class marks in battle, which allow you to change your characters to certain unit types. Um, so, like, you'd have to, um, in order to get a fencer unit, you'd have to find, like, a class mark in a battle to allow your character to become one. But it was totally random how you would get these.
0: It's like yes, an item of yes. pickup so or something it, like that? You, Oh no, I don't think yeah, they have that. So in this like
1: I <laughs> I remember when I was playing I wanted to get one of these on my team, but you you have literally like no control over when you can use it. You just kinda have to hope when you finish a battle that it shows up in your spoils. So Valkyrie Chronicles three has nothing like that.
0: <laughs> no. No, definitely not. It's mostly been like upgrades to be to unlock this or you can I think you can purchase it or something like that it's uh, you like you buy the weapon actually well you find the weapon or you buy the weapon that basically unlocks that class um in the in the equipment so it's it, it seems like i don't i haven't really seen it like that but it's it's definitely been um it's definitely a much yeah. better game i'm having a a much better time with it. I, had, I had a great time with three and it felt like um they they did some amazing things but the first game definitely is kind of is, is uh, I would still consider yeah. the high mark so I hope people go into it you know play it's it if, try it out if they didn't give it a good chance, it's one of those games that time. like
1: even if you know Japanese RPGs aren't your thing like I still think it's very much worth playing um, because it, like I said just you know there's nothing else much like it and it's just I think it's something that's got a little bit of a broader appeal um, and you know just like I, like I also said having Sega paying attention to it in any way is you know is kind of a small it's, victory it's in happened. its own right. Right. It's just nice to see that. Like it's not yeah. totally forgotten.
0: Yeah. Uh, and and it's the fact that yeah that they they're giving it that attention that it needs and it's you know makes you hopeful that they're looking at the future of that series. Um besides, you know, one, two and three obviously moving up. 'Cause three three apparently sold um very very well in japan like it, it was probably it sold i think it sold better than the first two combined i don't know it's probably it probably going crazy with that number but apparently it did extremely well in japan and so it'd be nice to see it you know make a return so at least um if, even if it's just in japan just to see it come back would be i think nice. we do
3: some sort of crazy deal where we give square enix back the type 0 hd and instead they we get valkyria valkyria chronicles 3 hd i'd be willing to pay 60 dollars for that
0: I would, because it's a much bigger game. I mean, it's I, I would I would I'd pay tons of money. I mean, I wouldn't. You know, I'm not going to sit here and start a precedent where it's like I'll pay sixty no, bucks for a it's remaster. Like I, just want, I just want that. Game. I paid ten bucks. I, I paid I paid ten bucks for Barker Chronicles* three on the Japanese store. So yeah, that <laughs> yeah. it looks good. Yeah. Katie, have you played Barker Chronicles* at all?
2: To buy it today.
0: Oh sure. I'll tell you right now again. You buy that game No. I don't know.
2: I don't really want them to spend all their time doing HD remasters. I would like some new games, please.
0: That's 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 actually been my kind of feeling too. On the well, Sega. I
1: mean, I don't want to digress too much, but Sega right now is seem to be going more into like a catalog style type business. You know, they're. I mean, they really don't have much anymore. It feels like.
0: Their IPs. they yeah, did they buy have Atlas, At- they have Atlas so now. maybe they'll so help them make just, those games.
1: You know, yeah. they have Sonic, which
0: yeah, which Sonic Boom looks, uh, uh, really uh, show. Yeah. That show. But
1: like. like, I don't know. Sega, that just kind of seems like the way they're heading is more like their Pachinko and other arcade type business, and then like more of a catalog type business, or well, they have lots Pachinko, of crossovers.
0: They yeah. they said like, what was it like you know oh, Evangelion? Yeah. Uh, a single. Pachinko evangelion machine made more money yeah. than all the movies wow. made combined. Yeah, Ouch. that's a person perspective. Put ten of those machines in a room, and they are making bank. That's yeah. how they stayed the afloat. That's floor. why Sega's 100%.
1: not really having you know,
0: like that's why they're right. They're doing fine with that. Sammy. Well
2: I feel like Square Enix has been doing the same thing right they're remastering I think they're doing another Final Fantasy 7 for the PC now everything's going to be on the PC and Android and iOS that's going to just bring in the money I mean right? it's
1: only it's only a matter of time well, before like, like Final Fantasy 5 and 6 both now have mobile versions uh, I'm pretty certain those are probably going to have the PC you know just like Final Fantasy uh 4
0: yeah, and it's and speaking of which I mean we we didn't really touch on this set, series. besides yeah. introducing a couple yeah, besides but they uh, they also introduced a couple of cloud services, On Live and um Shinra, which is, you know, this impressive <laughs> government figure. It's like why would you wanna name yourself after that? And they're getting help from Avalanche Studios, which is the most funniest thing that you put that in the headline, it's like instant hilarity. Just hearing Avalanche is helping Shinra. It's like <laughs> <laughs> It's but yeah, and then yeah, the thirteen series coming to PC, uh thirteen is already up on Steam and then uh thirteen two and lightning returns will be out in two thousand fifteen. So it's pretty amazing and all the Dragon Quest games are gonna be on forward. on yeah. over, are being being localized here uh once a month. So we already got two the first two, the third one coming out later that's in November. First so the time the
3: English be, version of that has ever the of the Super Nintendo version has ever been available officially in English. Yeah. That's amazing, and, uh, and <laughs> you know,
0: well, it's like I I wonder how those I've never played the mobile version. are fine, but I,
1: don't, I, mean, but I mean, would rather have it on
0: anything else.
1: Yeah, meanwhile, Dragon Quest Seven yeah. for 3DS is just
0: <laughs> people keep telling me about that stuff. It's like every time I mention news, they're like so bummed out, and I I know what they feel. It's like, but that game was, I played some of Seven. That game is it's a hundred hours. Just to beat the game, like normally, just not doing any side content, just to beat that game. It's a hundred hours, so I can understand why why Square Enix is like, guys, this well, is this is a lot. We got like, we got these other games. We got Dragon Quest. Well, Heroes is with you know Omega Force, but it's like they got all this stuff. It's like Dragon, Square Enix is bleeding money. It's like
2: <laughs> it's, oh, make has it's Dragon Quest Heroes
0: like, been
1: announced for a localized release or no? No.
0: Not, no, not yet, It's but the the silver PS4 apparently sold out, like, very quickly, so it's that's like, one why not, PS4 why wouldn't they? Be?
3: Japan just slap <laughs> Dragon Quest on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'll see the numbers go up next time you see the sales, the charts, but, yeah, I mean, I, I hope for that, I hope that they, they, they do uh, consider what they've got, and apparently there's a teaser site that just went up, um, that it's like, Recent, uh, there's it, it, In the URL, it's a teaser site, apparently it's going to be revealed in about a week because there's a countdown on it. Uh, in the URL, it says Densetsu, like Seiken Densetsu, but some people are saying that the line is from this crazy game from like 15 years ago for the PlayStation that blows my mind that people are bringing up Racing Lagoon, which is this weird, like, Gran Turismo meets Final that? Fantasy thing where it's like turn-based combat, it's turn-based, like, you travel around this overworld map as a car, and then you get into, like, you, you run into a car, oh, and then about, you, it initiates a battle where you it, drive. is that
2: just Fantasy just... XV? Or...
0: Pretty much. Oh I, I was, when, when I saw that, when I saw of Fantasy Fifteen revealed, part of me was
3: thinking it was racing. <laughs> I Lagoons. really hope there's car battles it, it, now. What, what if uh, what racing stuff like, like that. A or, What if the car is a transformer they, named uh, Sid? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ma- or it's magic armor versus the car. They have to race down. It's the one's on wheels, There's or it's bu- like that. It Final Fantasy VII I'd be very like the okay bike, with that. Like you're, you're, that- you're like that. You're the Doom Train versus. The they're
3: making
0: that
1: game okay right. With this. That came
3: yeah, out. Yeah, like, not
0: too sure,
1: long ago. Yeah, fan.
0: Yeah, I think it's it just came out. Yeah, CyberConnect Two helped make that game. I, think, apparently I, can, I think I think it's actually not a bad
1: idea. Like, take a mini game that people liked and just kind of like. Center around that for a mobile release. I don't think I think that's kind of smart. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then eventually, hopefully, Tetramaster is going to be a you part mean,
3: of those plans. You but mean triple? Yeah, try. it's
0: triple try. <laughs> not, oh yes. But uh Tetra, it's Tetra Master, whichever one of those. But yeah, um but Racing the gun crazy game if you, you guys need to check it out sometime that I'm so, i am so was shocked when someone brought that up but that well, apparently we're gonna get a game soon uh well, with- sakaguchi and nibiru matsu are apparently talking about you know they want to have square enix have them work with the team who made final fantasy 6 to make a new game with them people hear like 2d rpg they're like <gasps> but then apparently i mean recently square enix announced that they made a new studio to make um old yeah. rpgs again so it's like it's it's not entirely out of the picture. And, you know, um, Ub- Ubisoft has had good luck with, like, UbiArt with, like, Child of Light and Valiant Hearts and stuff like that. So, um, I, think I, think it, I
1: think it would make sense to have a small team working on, you know, because those, those 2D games don't take as many resources. So I think that's a smart idea.
0: We don't know. You would get more of them. Their output would be larger. What's so bad about rather, that? Rather than throwing
1: everyone on Final Fantasy fourteen or fifteen, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and Terra Battles is an amazing I game. It's already cleared a million downloads. As soon as it's going to hit two million, then you're going to have the console version of that, which is a, supposed to be a, an MMO type of game, so it's toy totally much larger. So, you know, got to support that where you can. But um, we're going to, of course, leave it on that. So I want to thank my special guest today. Uh, I want to thank Adam. Thank Darren, thank Katie. Thank you guys so much for joining us so today. You're, you're welcome. No, no, thank you, it was it's, great. Uh, it's, uh, I, I actually had a lot of fun with you guys. I think we had a very good discussion. It was a good time today. I'm
3: <laughs> glad you joined us. I don't us. think oh, there would have been a conversation about a transforming car in Final Fantasy 15 named Sid anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine no, myself having this is, conversation. We create
0: the standards. <laughs> Screw the other RPG site podcast, you know. We're talking about filling up your gas tank every few miles in a car, thinking about the more important parts of Final Fantasy XV, like, kind of crap. So we'll see how they tackle those important issues of the day. So, But, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, we'll be here next time. If you guys are here in this, uh, I hope you guys participate in Extra Life and donate to the cause, but um, check out our reviews on the site, stuff like that, you know. Thanks you thank you very much for joining us guys. Catch you next time on the TetraCast.
1: Bye guys.